Hi guys, welcome back to the second episode of Environment Today. We are discussing another important topic regarding fast fashion and its impact on the environment. So what exactly is fast fashion? Fast fashion is a contemporary term used by fashion retailers for designs that flow from the catwalk quickly to capture current fashion trends. So basically it means uh, all those trends that we see on the social media, on the internet, like Mm, celebrities wearing a very uh, overpriced dress and then what the fast fashion does is make a duplicate of it um, sell it for a much cheaper price and those trends don't usually last for a very long time so um, those products comes out are bought by the people and worn two or three times and then are thrown out so that's basically what fast fashion is so we can see that um, there's going to be a lot of process that the fast fashion has to go through so um, in those process what exactly does it have what kind of impact it has on the environment so first of all we let's start with the facts Fashion industry accounts for 10% of the carbon emissions. And um, the, fast industri- the fast fashion industry has tremendously gro- increased. And the McKinsey Global Fashion Index forecasts overall fashion industry growth of 3.5 to 4.5 in 2019. So um, it, has, it has a great impact on the environment like generally the industry the fashion industry already has a great impact being the second largest consumer of the world's water supply so um uh, and also like the fast fashion will definitely have a much greater impact on the environment um so there are lots of fashion fashion industry that has that wanted to become more sustainable and we can see that Asian M Zara and a lot of brands have um, take action to become more sustainable but even though they claim to be sustainable are they really telling the truth um, what they're claiming to be is it what they really are so with the increase of the fast fashion industry it is one of the fastest growing category of waste in Europe and 80 billion clothes are produced every year and about 6,000 grams of carbon dioxide for one pair of jeans is emitted just for a pair of jeans so imagine um, the amount of jeans that are produced by each brand every year about 450 million pair of jeans are produced in USA alone in a year so it's not going to be only your pair of jeans so just imagine 450 million pair of jeans and the process of making that is about 6,000 gram of carbon dioxide emitted into the atmosphere in 2015 textile production created more greenhouse gases than international flights and um, shipping combined so because of this people n- People know that uh, the brands know that they have been like the the customers are, are been 
woke or like more conscious uh, regarding their choices when it comes to brands so they are more leaning towards the eco-friendly kind of products so they um come they come up with the term greenwashing which is like companies market themselves as green as green more than they really are so uh but what they're actually saying is they would um claim that their some of their products are actually eco-friendly when they're when they are not so we can uh we can see a lot of examples um one of is is that um an american multinational oil and gas corporation ExxonMobil indicating that they were reducing greenhouse gas emissions while they were actually increasing so it is like um they're deceiving the consumers they're deceiving their customers say portraying the fact that they are eco-friendly, they are uh, concerned about the environment, while they really are not. They're, they're not even taking an action to do so. So these are the terms that are what we know as greenwashing. So how can we, you know, take actions? Like, I am a human... I'm just a normal human being. So I can't I can take I can go out and take some great big actions, but what can I do in my own home that could uh make less impact? So what can I do in my own home that can make the environment much better place? So here we are not forcing or telling people not to go and buy clothes because this your product is emitting this type of carbon this amount of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere so you shouldn't own these kind of stuff some of things you would have already owned before you have known about the emissions of the carbon emissions so i i do think that i myself own a lot of clothes before i even got to know what actually what impact they have in the environment so what we are trying to say is um try to wear your clothes more like more longer than you have like it can reduce your carbon footprint for that garment by 30 percent so if everyone bought one use item this year instead of new ones it could save nearly six pounds as carbon emission which is equivalent to removing half a million cars so just wear your clothes longer like if you feel like um one one piece of your clothes don't fit you anymore try to hand it over to someone um your sister your brother or your friend just try i i used to have i i used to have this idea that like <laughs> If they're already producing and they're they're already in the store and what what can there be a difference but you feel like when you feel like you don't make much of a difference um, you can stop by just buying new pair of jeans or a new pair of any kind of clothes like every month even though you I know how much the fashion has impacted everyone especially with the social media where you have to look cute and everyone is doing this trend and uh it f- you feel left out if you don't do it so i i know that feeling but it's more about being fancy on social media so you have to care more about the environment i think um if you educate your friends or your families to this matter um 
the actions of five or four people do matter a lot. So I think、um, it's something. It's one of our responsibilities to educate people. This is that is why I am trying to take as steps on doing this. And、um, it is the second largest polluter in the world, which is the textile industry. And、uh, just after the oil industry, and it is and its impact is increasing environmental damage as the industry grows. So,、um, what besides carbon emissions? What do The fast industry have an impact on the environment. So、um, it says here that it is the second largest polluter in the world. What does it actually pollute? Only the air by reduce、uh, by emitting carbon dioxide. Is that it? Because if that's it, like it's not something that we should prioritize. But it's not. It's much more than the air pollution. So.、Um, Here we can see that、um, we will get into more details about about these things. How the main environmental problems problems the main environmental problems caused by the textile industries includes water pollution, air pollution, and solid waste pollution.、Um, So let's start with water pollution.、Uh, we've discussed a lot about the carbon emissions and all、uh, regarding air pollution. So let's move on to water pollution. Water pollution is a、um, tex uh, textile industries use millions of gallons of water, and that is to produce one kg of fabric. Two hundred tons of water is needed. Such as,、um, uh, you might ask, like, why do they need a lot of water? So. These are the reasons behind it:、uh, washing of the fiber and bleaching, and third is dyeing and cleaning the finished product. So the main problem is not the usage of water, but the fact that these industries dispose these untreated water, which are still full of pollutants, into the water. Therefore, it is said that twenty percent of fresh water is caused by the textile industries. So chemicals like formaldehyde, chlorine. Heavy metals and sulfide are disposed, which are then consumed by a large number of people, which can lead to cancer and other diseases. So, it does not only affect the、uh, humans but also the aquatic animals. The effluent is of critical environment concern since it drastically decreases oxygen concentration due to the presence of hydrosulfides and blocks the passage of light. Through the water body, which is detrimental to the water ecosystem, textile effluent is a cause of significant amount of environmental degradation and human illness. About forty percent of globally used colorants contain organically bound chlorine, a known carcinogen. Chemicals evaporate into the air, we breathe, or absorbed through our skin. They show up as these allergic reactions and make. Cause harm to the children, even before birth. So it's really dangerous to both、uh, aquatic animals and us humans. So due、uh, due to this chemical pollution, the normal functioning of cells is disturbed, and this in turn may cause alteration in the physiological and biochemical mechanism of animals,、uh, resulting in impairment of important functions like respiration, osmoregulation, reproduction, and even mortality. 
heavy metals present in textile industry affluent are not biodegradable. Hence, they accumulate in primary organs in the body and over time begin to fester, leading to various symptoms of diseases. An untreated or incompletely treated textile affluent can be harmful to both aquatic and terrestrial life by adversing effect and adversing affecting the um, natural ecosystem. Um, so it can also cause uh, long-term health effects, uh, environmental hazards and health problems associated with chemicals used in textile industries are will be discussed later. In, first, we have to go, uh, we'll move on to this air pollution. Uh, the fast fashion industry accounts for 10% of global carbon emissions and is the second largest industrial pollute, pollutes. Air pollutants produced by textile industries are sulfur dioxide, uh, nitrous oxides, and okay, so we'll get into detail about these um, chemicals which are polluting the air produced by the textile industry. First, uh, let me go with, let us listen about Sorry, let us discuss about these volatile organic compounds. What are volatile organic product, uh, compounds? Uh, they're actually produced in, produced from coating, drying, wastewater treatment, and chemical storage. Um, they are compounds that easily become vapors or gases, and these are released from burning fuels such as gasoline, um, wood, coal, or natural gases. So, um... Uh, these volatile organic compounds are actually released into the air by these industries because of the process they uh, process that the whatever they're they're doing. So these uh, vapors are released into the air. So why are these vapors released into the air, and how can it be harmful to us? So the reason why they are released is, um, as I've just said, is from burning fuels such as gasoline, wood coal or natural gas so how can it harm humans um overexposure overexposure can lead to respiratory problems and can cause lung damage and other and other issues like um eyes nose and throat irritation and also um liver kidney lung and central nervous system damage so what what are the examples of VOCs, volatile organic compounds. So the the popular ones are acetone, ethanol, alcohol, and formaldehyde. And another one is um, aniline vapors, which are the carrier of hydrogen sulfide, fluorine, and chlorine dioxide, which are also produced in dying and bleaching stages. So these are these compounds, these uh, have a very enormous effect on the environment. Uh, see, uh, aniline vapors are is uh, much heavier than air and may accumulate in low-lying areas. And the vapor is combustible. Also has a fishy odor which can make it easily detectable. So how can aniline harm humans? Uh, it can cause irritation to skin eyes and respiratory tract and uh, aniline induces uh, methom 
I don't know I don't know how to pronounce this methamoglobinemia I don't know if I um, pronounce that right obviously not which uh, impairs the delivery of oxygen to tissues aniline may also cause destructions of red blood cells uh, which manifest as acute or delayed hemolytic anemia so these are the things that are emitted into the air which can um, which can cause a, diseases in humans um, not only in humans but also in some aquatic organisms terrestrial too so these are very dangerous and I think that we should be aware of what these textile industries can impact the environment um, and also and also not the environment can also impact the humans living living around it so um, yeah and let's move on to solid waste production the textile industry accounts to about 90 billion items billion items of clothing and end up in landfills and the waste uh, produced ends up in water bodies causing environmental issues um the thing i don't i don't actually understand about is the fact that i under i understand that how how waste can end up in landfills because duh um but i don't know how the the sense of a human being just letting his waste or any kind of waste just dumping it into the um, into the ocean is just I, I just can't grasp that kind of idea so um i don't know just maybe i because i've been taught not to show like any kind of um, wrappings or garbage to the floor like i would take it with me like search for a dustbin and just keep it like throw it there like i've always been that kind of person so just to think of the think of another person just dumping just casually dumping his waste into the ocean makes me feel so uncomfortable like so so uncomfortable um okay where were we so now, okay, the pollutants that end up in the landfills include uh, timber, lint, fiber scraps, and packaging waste produced in the fiber preparations, uh, wasted and retained slush in waste water treatment. Flock chemical and dye contain containers used in dyeing and uh, dyeing and finishing of woven fabrics. So in India, um. We can see uh, this this so-called flock. It's, um, it's some kind of what to say. Um, you know, you when you're washing up and the what is the what is the English word? I don't know, but that white the bubbles. Yeah, the bubbles. Um, you know, those bundle of them. So we can see this in in some rivers in India. So uh, there was a a case i think about last year so there were like flocks of these bubbles that were coming into the river and then people were bathing in them so i don't think they really know what 
how how dangerous it is and how polluted the water is and um, this is why we need education education to all even education to the poor i've always said that um if you have the chance to give an education to the to the more needy person if you can give education to everyone i think it should be free <laughs> i want to do this me i okay um now we are going to discuss about the fabric used for fashion um there are many fabrics synthetic fabrics which are incredibly dangerous to the environment so um polyesters nylon and spandex use almost about 342 million barrels of oil for a year um have you heard about viscose uh viscose what is viscose so 33% of viscose in clothes comes from ancient or threatened forests and involves huge amount of waste and uh, the process is like this after the forest is cleared the wood the wood is pulped and processed into fabrics called rayon and viscose viscose is what we just said so 70% of the harvested wood is dumped or incinerated and just 30% ends up in the garments that we wear so 70% of the timber which could have been uh, used used um in a different way just goes to the dump so um it's just a waste of it is a waste so um uh, i am um, <laughs> let's get into more detail well uh viscose is a type of rayon fiber that is made from natural sources such as wood and agricultural products that are regenerated as cellulose fiber and the molecular structure of um, natural cellulose is prescribed in the process uh, and also yeah we have since oh, I told I said that we will get into more details about the fabrics used in the textile industry the first one that we have to discuss is the poly polyesters mm. polyesters um, it is the most popular fabric used for fashion but when polyester garments are washed in domestic washing machines uh, washing machines they shed microfibers that lead to the increasing levels of plastics in our oceans and uh, so these microfibers are minute and can easily pass through the sewage if we get into more details it is uh, what what is polyester what is it made of um where, where did it come from it is a synthetic fiber derived from coal air water and petroleum polyester fibers are two or more molecules combined to make a large molecule whose structure repeats throughout its land so let us see how the synthetic fibers uh, which are used to produce our clothes really affect the environment they make up about 60 percent of the material that makes up our clothes worldwide when our clothes are being washed the tiny fibers which are less than uh, five millimeters in land can reach the oceans and they have contributed to the microplastic pollution that has now accumulated in the food chain and being ingested by all sorts of aquatic animals and also us humans 
These microfibers are not in the form of plastic cups or straws or some kind of a solid product, like whole products, but instead they are tiny, tiny, tiny microfibers which is not clearly visible to the naked eye. Apparently, two-thirds of the textile items are now synthetic, dominated by petroleum-based organic polymers such as polyesters, polyamide, and, and acrylic. So uh, microfibers and nanofibers have been found in all regions of all the globe and has been estimated up to 35% of primary microplastics in marine environments. So these microplastics have taken over the oceans. Um, they're in the foods that we eat. Maybe we can't see them. And um, they're in the foods that the fish eat. They indulge. They ingest it. So we are we are ingesting the things that we threw into the oceans so that is why we need to take to to be very aware of even these little things like i wash my clothes too like i've i would have never imagined some some of my clothes would have have an impact on the environment so that is why it's very it's very important to educate yourself even on the small details. Um, another topic uh, we can go to is the accumulation of in the of waste in the landfill. So, um, total eighty four percent of clothes in the USA ends up in the landfill each year. Eighty four percent of all clothes. That that's so many. Like, okay, um, I think. It's uh, what social media influences people because there's like as we're talking, this is a topic that we're we're discussing. Mm, fast fashion, uh, it's how social media influence people, uh, influence people and the consumers to buy this and that, and they wear it a few times and wouldn't uh, wouldn't want to own for a long time because we have this thing like um, even celebrities like. If she were, if she were this once, uh, it's like people will criticize if they wear it again. Uh, some people wouldn't, but there are a lot of people who would criticize. So some, you know, these these people, these celebrities and all, they don't want to be criticized on some things, and also they want to be like a fashion icon. So um, because of that, it's like more like a cycle. I can I can actually explain that kind of cycle. So, and these celebrities have a lot of fans who, you know, want to look like them, want to wear what they wear like, so they buy this and that, and it piles up, so they go throw it away. So this is where we see this kind of presentation, which is 84% of all clothes in the USA ends up in the landfill each year. Um... <clears throat> polyester takes 200 years to decompose okay 200 years and nylon requiring a minimum a minimum of 30 to 40 years while these materials are decomposing they're also releasing microplastics into the soil which can pollute the nearby area so um, this microplastics not only goes into the ocean not only polluting the water but it is also polluting the land. We have 
So what can we do? What can we do to help? Um, what raise our responsibility on this? What kind of steps that we can take? First one is purchase less clothing. So I think you'll be fine. You'll be fine with you know less clothing. Like if you want, I um I I myself don't really buy clothes, so it's not because I don't want to. I mean before before when I was like a child, a teenager, and all, but because I just don't really have money. Uh, so first is uh, purchase less clothing. Even though you can just. Tell yourself, do you really need this? Do you really need need this jacket? And do you, do you really need these jeans? But you have like thirty four pair of jeans at home. What what is so different about these jeans? And do you need this? Uh, whatever. You have a lot at home, so let's try to minimize the amount of um, stuffs that we buy. And let's. Uh, Let's try to, you know, control ourselves for a little bit here. I don't know how to express this. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so I'm so bad at expressing stuff. So bear with me, people. The second one is buy from environmentally conscious brands. So it, it is helpful to avoid brands with a uh, with those those who are not environmentally conscious. Uh, but it is important to research them like so I've, I've, as i've said before greenwashing is a very popular term used by every brands uh, claiming that they are eco-friendly but when they're actually not uh, so i think it's really important to dive dive deep and do some little research about that brands are they actually eco-friendly are, is it recyclable uh, will it impact the environment so are, are they carbon neutral so i think that's something that you and i have a responsibility for and so the third one is donate unwanted clothing it's important to donate it not only help the environment it also help the people who doesn't have any clothes to wear um so um i think we're in that way i think we're doing a really good job so yeah and and the last one is raise awareness we can always raise awareness wherever we are just talking to a friend casually telling them uh educating them on the fact uh, on the fact that these fast fashion are not worth it they are destroying the environment and they are destroying us so any kind of platform that you have even if, even if you have like a small following you can e- you can even post a picture making them aware that this is happening to you and to me not and to the whole world so let's take some action um yeah let's let's do what we can it's not hard it's just like one sometimes it's just one press away because we all have like most of us have social media so i think we have to make use of that yeah with that being said we have come to the end of this episode um if you <laughs> uh thank you thank you so much for listening again and i'll come back with a much more interesting topic a more important topic um next time so um yeah see ya bye